Father, Lord, we, we thank you for the great opportunities you, you allow us to have to come together, to share your word, to be with our brothers and sisters, to engage in this oasis every Sunday, to plug in with our family and, and worship you and honor you and bless you, Lord. Be with us as we read, speak, laugh, cry, whatever you have for us today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you loved us first. In your name, amen. 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 And uh, last time we, we started talking about obedience. And we went through the call to obedience, and uh, we talked about the call to obey God's commands, the call to follow Christ. We talked about uh, a call, uh, this movie, to submission. We also uh, spent some time going through the marks, maybe here somewhere, no? The marks of a true believer, I think we'd spend some time there. Um, anything you guys want to add from our last discussion? I know everyone obeyed this week. <laughs> what? That was your assignment. That was your assignment. Come on, people. I blew it, okay? I blew, I blew it the moment I left this church. <laughs> I tried. You know, it's like we, were, we had a, a tournament um, yesterday, and we were like, okay, we leave the house by, by, by 6 o'clock in the morning. We got to get up, and it was like the alarm went off at 4.45. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, great plans, but the execution, <laughs> this execution is not, you know, it, 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 it sounded good until the alarm clock went off. It was really, and I'm still feeling it. Um, it's like I don't, you know, even during the week, I don't get up at 4.45 in the morning. Um, but that's what you do when you have to do it, you know. Um, let's talk about um, examples. Did we, did we talk about the examples of obedience? I think, we, I think we stopped there. I think we stopped just before that. So let's spend some time today uh, about biblical examples of obedience and disobedience. Okay? And I have others that I want to go through. Those are a few. I know there's many more. But uh, Troy, you take uh, Genesis 12. One four. Uh, Tony, Genesis twenty two one and twelve. Uh, let's go through those first, and then we'll talk about the uh, disobedience. Okay. And those are very well known characters, very well known um, verses. We've we've known we know those, so. Whenever you're ready. All right. Can you read it now? Sir? 
it wouldn't, you know. <laughs> you see, an example of, uh, you know, what comes around goes around. So, I could, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Could you read it again? <laughs> no, right? No, I couldn't hear you. Wow! She's on my side. <laughs> no, you mind reading it, please, again? With more pathos. Stop. All right. So, he's talking to the Lord. You know, the first, the first, the first item here is the Lord is actually speaking to him. I would love to hear the Lord that way. Imagine that. I would love to hear the Lord talking to me. I don't know what my reaction would be. <laughs> That's different. That's different. But the Lord is speaking to him and said, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. So you have to go. It's not like move from Kendall to South Beach. <clears throat> no, it's go. And I, I, wanna, I, I know I'm going to put him on the spot here, but I want to ask you guys. You guys were in the mission field for a long time, right? Would you mind sharing that call? Would you mind sharing that experience of saying, yes, Lord? Because you, you uprooted and you went. Don't disagree with you there. What, what convinced you to actually make the decision? I mean, because you talk about conviction. One more question. Was it, was it, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. And, and, and that's a question because it's, you know, you went back together single, but you went back together. It's, was it, was it a, 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 the conviction that you felt was individual and then you came together and said, hey, this is what I believe that God is telling me. And the other one said, I get the same. I mean, yeah, how was it? Right. Yeah, but... But that, that moment of conviction, that moment that you said, yes, this is it. How was it? She knew, she knew the situation. She knew the economics. She knew, she knew all the, the additional information coming up. Yeah. This is not what I want for you. This is not what I have prepared you for. This is not the economic situation I want you to live in. It's not as easy as you think it's going to be. But the Lord grabbed your hearts and says, this is where I want you. And you were convinced that this is nine years of six months. <laughs> uh, Dominican Republic. But not just Dominican Republic. San Pedro de Macorís. And he wasn't... Right. No, right, right, right. And, I, and that's the thing. And I, she said something that you guys said appreciate it very much. I'm sorry I put you on the spot. Because, um, but it's that, it's that call. 
you know, you know, Abraham, God said to Abraham, get up and go. And when he said get up and go, is leave everything that you have. And this is, this is what he says. He says, and I'm sorry, this just locked up. Go from your country, number one, from your kindred, from your aunt, who wants the best for you. I mean, she knew. This is, what year was this? 87. In Dominican Republic. Things were really well at that time in Dominican Republic. They were not. I remember traveling and my dad was panicked that we were having a trip to Dominican Republic in 1986. Like, what are you guys doing? And we were going to Santo Domingo, which is, it's a very different place than everything else. Now, La Romana es otra cosa. It is what, you know, it's, it's very different. But uh, the point I'm trying to make is you, you live in family. You live in the, the comfort of what you know, of the people that are supporting you. So you leave that and your father's house and everything that you have, all the structure that you know. And we are concerned because our kids are moving to Orlando. Oh, pobrecito. <laughs> pobrecito el nene. You know? But it's okay. I mean, it's, we're parents. It's okay. It's okay. And the Lord says that. And I imagine, I imagine the reaction. You're crazy. First, the Lord is talking to you. Are we going where? Go. And they haven't said, they haven't said, you're going with that guy? She didn't say, we're going with Jesus? I'm just saying, I'm adding that. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but there's, there's boys going. I'm, I'm just adding that. I'm adding that. He's getting red in their face. But, <laughs> but, but I know. I was like, where are you going, Mariela? Where are you going, Paola? You know, I was 21 also. You know, I know. Again, yes. Yeah. Yes. I was going, I was going there. Go. Just go. Just go. But where? Just go. He didn't, he didn't, but that's the thing. But he left. I, I get it. I get it. But he left it. But he left everything that he knew. Everything. Yes, he had comforts. He had possessions. Yeah, but that's the way they traveled. But he left everything. He left when they say you leave your father's house, is that you leave everything that belongs to you and your family because everything was owned by the family. We don't have that here anymore because we, we tend to leave and what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours, and it is, it's different. But the father and the family owned everything. And they took care of you. That's fine. But they left everything else. They took just a little bit. And I'm saying it. 
and I'm, I'm not trying to belittle what you're saying or not saying, but compare, compare to, compare to um, you're not, you don't know where you're going and you're packing your, you, what, what you can. And that's what that means. He took what he could to go, but there's not, you're not as comfortable as before. But you made, but you made a, a, a better point. And it said, go. Okay, give me the map. No, just go. Start walking. <laughs> eh, okay. Which way? That way. Okay, which way? Just go. Yes, sir. And then, and then Luis. And that's why I love this class, because he's making my next point, <laughs> which is exactly that. There was a trust already built. There's a faith already built that brings you to the obedience, and it's faith building obedience, obedience building faith. And he says, yes, yes. I'm still going to go comfortably, but not as comfortable as I live right now. You know, when we left the house for two months so they, they can remodel, we lived comfortably at the extended stay, but it wasn't as comfortable as I wanted. But we had our stuff, but it was not our three, four bedroom house. It was one bedroom, two beds, and a kitchenette. And we're like, okay, this is more than a lot of people have still. And it's going to be for two months. And then we moved, and then that, and it's, it was okay. We were comfortable, but not as comfortable as we wanted it to be. So your point is valid. The point of go and trust. Lewis, you wanted to say something. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of earth shall be blessed. You think he understood that? I don't think he did. Just like we don't understand his promises. And we read them, we have them here, but he's asking us to go. He's taking care of. And that's a great point, because we see, we, we've read the story, and some of us, many times. So we know, we know the ending. But he had no idea. Can I go back to the point of trust? You know, the Lord confirms a lot of stuff to us. But we still are not obedient enough. Yes, ma'am. I think it's very well, but it's a <laughs> the song. Okay. My wood and the lamp is in my feet, and my light is my path. Right. And I've always found that very interesting. Yeah. Do we trust God? Do we trust Him? You know, and, and, and going to your point of, of the lamp of your, your, the path, 
We don't see it here because, because we have too many lights. Too many. Too many. But if you go to places that they only have lamps at a certain, certain distance to mark your path, you can see the path, but you're not quite certain how it is because you see the flicker of the lights. But unless you start walking with your lamp, then you don't see where you're walking, the rocks. But you sort of know that it's got to go, oh, I see it might turn that way because the only thing that you see is a little lamp out there. If you have the time, if you have, when, go to a place that there's no lights, nothing. A cigarette, it's very bright. Yeah, we might not see the path. We see, like she said, something out there, but we know we have to go that way. Okay? Anything else with Abraham? Yes, ma'am. Well, was he old, really? I don't know. I don't know. Was he really old in our time? Yes. I don't know, because they lived pretty long on that time. I don't know they were, what they were eating or <laughs> better food, better water. So, so he was a youngin. He was, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. But he was, he was, he wasn't young, but still lived a long time. All right, let's go to the next one. Genesis 22, Who has it? What can we say? Anyone? The trust and provision. The greatest other than Christ example of obedience in my opinion because he has his only son that he has been waiting for such a long time I know with Sarah I know the story and we know the side stories but that was he was the promised and then the Lord said I'm going to take him away and he obeyed I don't understand it I do not I take it by faith because I've tried to put myself in his place and I just can't. I cannot see moving all the way that he did with any of my children. And I say to the Lord, please help me because I want to trust you the way he did. I can't. If you ask me to do that, I, I can't do it. I can't even get close to thinking about it. I'm glad it wasn't me. Put yourself in his shoes. Truly put yourself in his shoes. But we're called to be as obedient as he was. And trust him with the promise that he received 10 chapters earlier. And we have the same promise because we are his children. 
but still I can't put myself. Help me, Lord. Help me. Anyone? Anybody else? <coughs> Let's move to Acts. <coughs> yes. Definitely. Yeah. Your point is valid. Your point is right on. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe what I'm doing is the wrong thing to do because I'm not Abraham. And the Lord has never asked me to do that. So I do, I do take, I, I don't want you to do that, but I do it because I want to be obedient and I'm not. But you are correct. I'm obedient in all the things that he didn't ask or he didn't uh, provide it for him, that he's providing for us. So the comparison might not be correct or the right thing to do. But the point is we need to trust and trust in his promises. And that's where I want to go to Acts. Acts 4. Let's go to Acts verse 32 now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul and no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own but they had everything in common and with great power the apostles were given their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all there was not a needy person among them, for as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds that was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. Thus Joseph, who, had, who was also called by the apostles Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, a Levite, a native of Cyprus, sold the field that belonged to him and brought the money, the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. But a man named Ananias, with his wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property. And with his wife knowledge, he kept back for himself some of the proceeds and brought only a part of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. When Ananias heard these words, he fell down and breathed his last. And great fear came upon all who heard it. The young men rose and wrapped him up and carried out and buried him. After an interval of about three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter said to her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. 
And when the young men came in, they found her dead. And they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. So in the church, the new church, they trust. And they gave everything away. I'm here to ask you guys to sell all your houses and bring the proceeds to Freddie's feet. Thank you, Osborne. You're the only one who have obeyed. And you haven't even executed it. Thank you. You want to be in heaven. That, that's not it. Right? Right? But it's a, it was obedience and trust of that moment. And that's what I'm trying to, to, to point. Yes, ma'am. I know. I know. I know. That's the point I'm, I'm, I'm making. I'm making. I'm just exaggerating here. They, they just, their heart full of grace. And it says they're full of grace. It was a lo- uh, what's the word it uses? A great grace. Not just grace, a great grace came upon all. And they just trust. And everything they had, they gave. Because they knew there was a need for what they had received. And it's the promise. And we see, I see Abraham receiving that promise and trusts. And when they heard the apostles, they received that promise. You follow that? Promise of coming, promise he came. And it's not about what you have here. And prove I trust. Are you trusting the Lord in that way? Are you obedient? to the Lord in the same way. You don't need to tell me. That's between you and the Lord. We had to trust just like the first church trust. The early church trust. And then we have the example of disobedience, the first that I'm going to use. And then we'll get to Samuel and Zechariah, which is a problem of attitude. It's not like they didn't give. And the point that Peter is making, why is your heart this way? We didn't ask you to do this. To your point, if you wanted to do it, do it all. He's going to give you even more. Why do you test? Why do we test the Lord? What is our desire when we do things? When we give to the Lord our time, our money, our resources, anything, is it because they're yours or they're his? Am I doing it because I have to or because I really want? 
both. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, look, oh. You know, I always laugh at, you know, the the pews that have the, the names and, you know, other stuff that, you know, they have to have the name of the family and why. But that's okay. That's okay. That's how things are done. Well, that's how things are done, but I don't need to show it off. Whatever, it's not mine. It might be in my name. It might be in your name, but it's not yours. It's the blessing promised by the Lord. So it's his. Any comments? I'm going to stop here, and then we'll start with other examples, and we'll wrap it up next Sunday. Okay? Tosh, would you close us in prayer? Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. See you next Sunday.